this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined from 3,000 miles away by the ones, the onlys, Miss <laughs> Julie Goldman and Miss Brandy Howard. Oh. Hello. Hi. Hello. So rare when someone knows both of our names. And it's so rare to be called <laughs> Miss. Listen, this is behind the velvet rope. We're very professional here. <laughs> You are. You are a workhorse, honey. What's going on with you guys? I want to know, how do you do it? You have become our new role model. We have a (laughs) podcast. Wow. We put the lazy and and we put the Nate in procrastinate. Well, you guys have three days a week, right? Yeah. I mean, basically. Yeah. And we do politics, which fucking sucks. And nobody wants to hear about that Mm -mm. or think about it Mm -mm. for Mm -mm. one of them. But still, you do five? I do five, but let me tell you something, and we're going to get into your podcast, like, towards the end, too, but, like, three days is nothing to sneeze at. Like, that's not the average podcast. Oh, I don't know how you're doing it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so impressed by you. Yeah, well, a lot. nobody realizes that, though, do they? No, no, they don't. They don't. I think a lot of people think with podcasts, it's like, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> it's like, you want to do like wake up and just like, hey, everyone. And you're like, oh my God, the level of prep prep we have to do is astounding. I'm it's, exhausted. 
it's like, well, I think people think like, you know, you just talk into a microphone and like whatever and whoops, I made a mistake. And you know, like there's some of that, but then there's also editing and sound and content and guests and story and write-ups mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and yep. ratings Promo. and ads. Yeah. Do it's you edit lot. yours or do you have like a sexy intern? Well, all of the above <laughs> kinds of. So I... I don't really do a ton of editing. Like I really don't edit much out, I have to say. So like, you know, I feel like unless someone, even sometimes like someone's kid walks in and they're like, oh, hold on, my kid's in the room. I'm like, all right, you know what? That's okay. Maybe, you know, but like if something drastic happens, then I'll edit it. So I don't take much out, but I don't really edit it myself. Like I know how to put Mm. in the intro music. I don't know how to like, the editing is hard. It is hard. Yeah. It's, it's time-consuming. That's time a consuming. part of it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys so, edit it yourself? We do. We didn't used to. We Our podcast used to be with Embassy Row. They make Watch What Happens Live. Okay. And so um, that was sort of how we even were forced to have, like, a good one. Because we just <laughs> wanted to go on and just mm. be dumb and gay and do dumb gay politics and just be like, if somebody doesn't like it, be like, yeah, it's called dumb gay politics. We don't know what we're talking about. But they really wanted like a produced show. Mm-hmm. So we produced it. Mm-hmm. And they at that time edited it. But now, now we Julie do. does. <laughs> so dumb gay politics. We'll talk about your podcast now because that's what's happening. So <laughs> did you get the podcast with Embassy Roll like right after you were on Bravo? Like was it right after that? Or are they just like, how did this come about? Dumb gay politics. Um, People's Couch hadn't officially been canceled yet, and it was around, I think, like, September 2016, and we had been doing a ton of podcasts, and we've done a ton over the years, even prior to People's Couch. One of our best friends, Johnny McGovern, has, he was one of the first podcasters, absolutely one of the first gay ones, Mm -hmm. and um, so we were just like, we should, when there's downtime at People's Couch, we should just have a podcast. Of course, I was like, let's talk about housewives. Let's basically just do people's couch. And Julie didn't want to. She was really into the election. I was really into the election, yeah. Oh my gosh, Julie. I know. The worst, the worst mistake I ever made. And I was like, please, please know anything but politics, anything. And I'm like, what are we going to do? Hillary's going to win. We're going to have nothing to talk about in two months. And then we didn't end up starting it. And um, oh. the, it was basically the day that Trump won, the day after the election. We called, uh, we had already been talking and sort of talking to Embassy Row about doing it. And then when Trump won, we, we just reached out and we're like, clearly <laughs> it's on. You're like, wait a second, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Right. And nor I, and I could never have anticipated even then how much work like it's one thing when you watch tv like when you watch housewives or any reality show and then you can go and you can talk about it which is what we did on people's couch something that i'm it's not i'm not saying that it's a skill it's it's you have to be invested in what you talk about but with politics the level of fact checking that you have to do and the research is just it's a whole different thing and i just never i just didn't anticipate it i just didn't think about it it's funny so we want to be funny and we want to, we made the show for people like me who only watched Bravo. I didn't pay attention to politics. I have a deep seated fear prior to this stupid podcast that <laughs> I would be stopped on the street by like someone from like the tonight show. And they'd be like, 
let's go find out who, who's an idiot on the street today. And they'd be like, who's the vice president? And I'd be like, Al Gore. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> know. Like, just, just on the spot, I wouldn't know. And so that's kind of who we make it for. People who watch right. a lot of Bravo and don't want to hear about politics. And so basically we, you know, we're gross and vulgar and <laughs> our normal selves. And we talk about it like we're talking about housewives. Like, we're right. like, sorry, he's so ugly and disgusting. Right. Or, you know. Right. That's he, funny. Yeah. He's a garbage person. Yeah. They're yeah, all of that. And also it's important for people to know who think they don't like politics that it's not about liking or disliking politics. It's about being invested in your own rights. And it's also so, about, it's also about finding how you can ingest it. Right. Maybe the, you don't like information. MSNBC. Maybe right. you think Rachel Maddow drones on too much. <laughs> You know, maybe you, it's like once you find the way that you like hearing about it, right. something you previously weren't interested in can become interest, interesting. Right. And relevant to you. And you can, you know, you just sort of just, you know what? We regret it. Whole... You know what? We regret it. <laughs> we're not, no, you wonks. don't. We're not, you... won we're not wonks, as they say. We're not like people who go on and are like, well, I know from the polling that in two points, um, it's like, I, we don't care about that. We care about a very umbrella-like, you know, the issues that affect us and other people in general. It's the generalities. It's like reality TV. That makes, I mean, like, now that you describe it like that, that's fun. I mean, nobody is dumber than me, Brandy, with politics. <laughs> like, let's also just drop a footnote that we've been trying to figure out how I can come on your show, and <laughs> we're, like, at a loss for words. Like, Julie's like, do you know this person? I'm like, I, I have no idea who you're talking well, about. Well, let me ask you this. As I'm a dumb. As a gay, but if you you're listen, not dumb. If you listen to our podcast, like, it, a few times, you'd be right there. Be like, I know what I'm going to do. Right. Well, you also, would. can I just say, before you ask me this question, I went to law school and practiced corporate law for a minute. So, oh, so you're it's not just, dumb. It, but, oh, in my, but in my old age, all I want to do is talk about who has a diamond and who has an apple <laughs> and like, is Jack's a horrible person? I and want- that is right. what we talk about. We can tell you this, when one guy got put on the Supreme Court, right when we started the podcast, his name's Neil Gorsuch. The motherfucker is like a Bible study teacher who's in the closet and he drives a gold convertible Mercedes. This is what we say about the person <laughs> who got put on the Supreme Court. Every time his name comes up, people are like, oh my God, did you know Neil Gorsuch? voted down the you know the abortion bill and we're like he drives a convertible gold <laughs> mercedes come on these are the important details and i want to say to you specifically <laughs> if for no other thing you choose one thing that's important to you in the world for you maybe it's are you worried about gay marriage are you worried about being a gay man and having laws against you is that a worry to you do you think about that or no I don't need an answer to this question. I'm just, uh, I'm putting it out there because when you say you're dumb about politics, but the you're show's called not. Dumb Gay Politics, so it's for you. And that's what I'm saying. I'm the dumb. <laughs> well, She's that's the gay, I'm what the dumb. I'm saying. Yeah, it's perfect for you. You would like it, honestly. You could just try Yeah, it. well, now I'm, I'm picturing it in my head. Yeah. And if you're talking about these people, like as if they're reality TV stars, then that's really funny. And they oh, are, yeah. and they are reality they are TV stars. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're all, they're reality. Imagine if Housewives actually um could take away or give you rights that's how fucked up this reality show is that we're having to deal with <laughs> the country is we've uh, this i mean how is this world so messed up i, I don't even know 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com velvet in order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season, and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new Croc-style sandals, I embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long. And you can too. I love Croc's new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. They're Brooklyn sandals. They're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code sandals20 at checkout. That's sandals20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. It's, but do you like, okay, so what is just in talking in general, not even about subject matter, like what do you like best about being a podcaster and what do you like the least? I like the best not having to get dressed. Did you always do it from home? Because I used to go to a studio before all this. Like I had a studio. Did you always do it from your house? Uh, We did it at NBC Row in their LA office in the beginning, yeah. And then slowly it was like, <laughs> let's get microphones and let's do this on had, our own. Yeah. We had done a lot of people's podcasts <laughs> at their homes, mm-hmm. you know, because um, mm-hmm. so many people do it in their own home studio or whatever. Yeah. So this is like 
our podcast studio now, also known as the drug den. Right. And that is literal. Um, so it just slowly over time, like equipment, like Julie's, you know, she's a butch les. So bitch loves like buttons and like technical shit. And she's like, look but at I, this soundboard. I'm like, what? <laughs> but I love not knowing how to use it. It's hot. Where did you guys, where'd you guys first meet? Like, did you grow up together? No. 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 Julie's from the East Coast and I'm from the West Coast. Um, we met on a Rosie O'Donnell gay cruise. <laughs> you know, those Rosie, famous Rosie cruises? Yeah. I mean, not to be stereotypical or anything, <laughs> yeah. but yes. I mean, those were the best gay cruises. Mm -hmm. I mean, just because there were boys and girls equal and yeah. families. And yeah. it was just really, mm -hmm. you know, um, what happens on those? Because I mean, I know, but like, is is Rosie on those cruises? She was. She took them for the until she got divorced from Kelly. She was on those cruises, and then Julie um, was doing stand up on it, and and she was on a show that Rosie O'Donnell produced. So she got invited by Rosie O'Donnell and um, the whole uh, cast of her TV show. So I was um, friends with someone that I now hate that was on <laughs> that show, and she took me on the um, cruise. Right. Okay. So, I mean, when Rosie's on this cruise, does she interact with the guests? Is or is it like a band playing on a cruise ship where, like, you know, like a, those '80s bands that get on at one stop yeah. and they're like, "Well, I did my gig. I'm not doing this whole damn cruise." Her whole thing at the time was that she was in. She Rosie O'Donnell originally, she, even though she produced our show, what she wanted to do was to produce a Broadway show called Broadway Belters. That was her dream show. Broadway belters, where she got to fucking put all of her Broadway people on and blah, blah, blah. They didn't, it didn't happen, or maybe it happened later. She eventually did something with Broadway. So she had those people on the cruise. So the whole thing with the cruise was- Yeah, like Cheyenne Jackson, like right. that fine motherfucker. Do you know him? <laughs> oh, I know him. Oh, yeah. I know who he is. <laughs> he, was, he was like on that first one. I was yeah. like, oh my God. Right. Wow. And- it was all like famous Broadway people and then um, a bunch of comedians, like the, the general thing, but they charter the, the cruise. So what, the, what you think of as like a regular cruise of like the 80s band or the Filipino band that comes in and does the thing and then comes out and da, da, da. This is Broadway from top to bottom from, you and know she, what I mean? And, and she's she, very interactive because her wife put the cruises on with her cruise company. Right. They were everywhere and so friendly and- right. Yeah. So that's, that's something. Oh my God. It was amazing. It was, a, no, it was a, amazing. No, like crazy drama, Rosie stories. Not that I, I never had. No. Well, not the second there. cruise that we went on after that. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> um, and like Rosie, like, I think admittedly is pot legal in New York now. Is it? Not weed? officially. Oh, it isn't. Wow. That's weird. Well, anyway, I mean, do you, see, do, you, do you see how awful I am? Listen, here's the thing. I am an alcoholic, so I love <laughs> vodka. I love my nice martini, straight up, no vermouth with that lime twist. Oh, straight um, up, bitch, right? filthy. Right? So like, I and I say this, like, coffee all day, vodka all night. So I am not a stone. So I don't know. So um, I'm going to get, well, do, you, do you get chastised by your audience? I'll, I'll get chastised for this, for not knowing whether pot's legal in... New York or not, I but I, I have no fucking clue. No, I mean, we just don't care about that issue. So I was just, yeah. I mean, I just literally don't care. Like it's, I'm not like I've smoked pot before. It does nothing for me. It's like, I could care less. I just want vodka. Really. I wish it did nothing for me. Then I'd smoke it all the time. It made me wonder, <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> Jesus was my real father. So really? mm -hmm. basically, Rosie likes pot. I mean, she's likes marijuana. She's like, you know, open about that. I think. I think she she was too. I think so. I mean, allegedly, this is just what I remember, and I do drink a lot, and I love every drug. So <laughs> basically, on that cruise, I went. Julie this time brought me as her guest, and then I brought like one of our good friends, my my gay husband Richard. So he we had a room together, Richard, and he smokes a ton of pot. So he had all this weed, and of course, like I don't love pot, but I would have had. I would have had any drug other than that there, but all I had was like a, a, a myriad of pills. <laughs> so drug dogs go, this is a fucking cruise through Canada. There's the first problem. Right. Why are we doing a cruise through Canada? And drug dogs come on, I guess, and you know, I'm off like doing whatever the hell I'm doing and they smell the pot in our room, which was my gay husband, Richard. He's not my real husband, he's just my gay husband. And he, and so we got thrown off the ship. I walked in, they, they paged us. I walked in, all the pills were laying on the bed. And I was like, <laughs> they were like all in an Advil bottle. And I, I mean, I, you, I, there's some of them I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Like, good luck. I guess you're gonna Google that and find out. And so we got thrown, thrown off the cruise. And it's just ironic because Rosie like loves pot, you know? So it's she also, wouldn't even have cared. Uh, right. And also really pills. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh no. Pot even. Oh no, you had pills. <laughs> we have to stop like, the cruise. Where's, where's your prescription? What are we gonna do? I'm like, oh and Rosie God. never said anything. I mean, I guess she didn't know you that well. No, I don't even think it got- but she knew, and, and also we just had her on the podcast and I'm sure, quite sure I brought it up. And she does not care. No. And I can tell you this from, from my and our experience in doing cruises, um, that was nothing. That that was a that was a Tuesday for some of them. I mean, when we we when all that was shaken down, it was just like, what happens on cruise ships? You just can't even believe. The irony, though, you just can't uh, believe. To take it back to politics, is that Canada it, pot is like legal in most of Canada now, and Canada the whole thing with Canada is they were so hardcore about if you got caught driving across the border and you had it in your car, you'd literally go to jail and have like like a record from that. I mean, Canada. And now it's legal there. And I'm like, Canada. fuck you. Canada. Seriously. You're so nice. <laughs> you're so nice. You're not that nice. Okay? You're not that nice. And your healthcare isn't that good. So, okay? How about that? <laughs> so, you're going to stay in the States. But that's crazy that you met on a Rosie Cruise. And you guys just yeah. became BFS? Yeah. I mean, she did stand up. And I'm, like, a funny fucker. I, like, love funny people. And she was... I first met her... She was taking pictures with fans and holding like a plate of fries. And I was like, who's this joker? And then when she came out and did stand up, I was like, oh, well, excuse you. I just don't really, I know that I shouldn't hold a plate of fries when taking pictures with people, but I just don't care, David. I don't care. Sometimes, I listen. Don't, I don't care. I just don't care. It's, you know I, mean, I mean, for me, it's pizza. Like I, I will do yeah, anything. Hold the pizza. For Hold me that. Hold me whatever I be, whatever I'm eating. I think it's just, you yeah. know. But I have to say, during quarantine, I have decided there's no. And this is going to be. A, this is going to be a controversial statement because I went through Seamless and ordered pizza from every single pizza place because I'm like, let's bring some variety into my life here now that I'm trapped in my apartment. I literally checked it off. Like, yeah, I tried that pizza place next. I went down the list. I've decided there's really no great pizza 
in New York City that at in least delivers, but like at least to, that delivers to Chelsea. I'm like, they're all just that's hilarious. There's they're not bad. I mean, there's never a bad pizza. Well, it's always about the never... single slice, isn't it? That's the uh, main thing because it has to be hot. The when we when Julie lived there. The, and it's played out now probably but what was it called like um the one that is here now two oh two boots two boots yeah that's still like that's they could sense. do a whole pie <laughs> yeah which we don't even call it that here but they could deliver a whole pizza and it was at least pretty good mm -hmm. yeah no to, that's not that's not about i i i yeah. go to the two boots like every now and again i've been eating everything uh, during uh, quarantine. I've been eating I everything. I thought rather than just one thing, how about I try everything of one thing 50 times and Same then do here. another thing? You know what I mean? I would literally wake up and be like, now I know that I just ate leftover pizza at <laughs> like 9 a.m. And now it's 10.30, but I don't care because now I want Chinese. So I'm just going to oh, order Chinese because yeah. it's New York and well, some places you, open. We know you like Big Brother like us. So I'll tell you that if we had been unable to get control of ourselves <laughs> to the point of it was like wow like someone needs to put us in a straight jacket and throw us into the woods until we saw julie chen who we like oh, to call Chuli, that's right because julie's name is julie yeah. Chuli chen is down to her birth weight <laughs> and we were like bitch if Chuli Chen is gonna do it, we're gonna do it, and we we, we immediately went on a diet. Yeah, no, I, I'm like I've started reversing my process. I mean, March, <laughs> April, and May, at least I don't know what I was thinking. I was really listen. If I never ever ever left the house again, don't get me wrong, I would still be going because I'm like I don't give a fuck because like yeah. I'm never gonna <laughs> see anyone again. I'm just gonna die in this apartment alone. So why mm -hmm. not be that? Right. But, and there's nothing wrong with being overweight. I just personally don't care to be. So now I've started reversing the process, but let me tell you, it's not easy. It is not easy. It is not My easy. My pants still, like they fit now. So the good news is pants that would just not mm -hmm. even go on anymore, mm -hmm. go on now. I'm just so physically uncomfortable. So uncomfortable, so but that, uncomfortable. But you know what? That's my punishment. That is my punishment. As I That's walk right. around New York, I'm like, you deserve to be this uncomfortable <laughs> because this is what you did to yourself. That's right. But look, you have to look at Chuli and go, Yeah. I don't know what the hell she did, but she is, it, 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 and she looks radiant. It's like she looks, Yeah. I don't know what if, it is. If Big Brother wasn't on 14 times a week, <laughs> it wouldn't be enough inspiration. But since she's in our yeah. face on the regs, yeah. we're just like, ugh. How does she do it? And we spend the whole, the, and the season's pretty boring. We spend the whole episodes talking about Julie and her. Oh, her perfect hands and how slim yeah. she looks and how good she looks. I, and her hair's looking good and her, everything. I'm here for it. I am obsessed with the Chen bot. Obsessed. <laughs> and can you believe, did you notice how thin she got? No. So now I have to go. You have and to. <laughs> because you know what? During quarantine, I had the brilliant idea of watching Big Brother at the very beginning. So we went back and watched, um, we watched the original All-Stars. So that was what was so serendipitous because we wouldn't even have really known Janelle, but we went and watched. That uh, was in like 2003. Yeah. Do you know how hard that is to do? <laughs> Listen. They don't have the HOH room. None of that crap exists. We watched it. We loved it. And when you go back and look at those seasons, first of all, Julie Chen is so tan. Mm -hmm. You won't even believe it. Mm -hmm. Really? It's, it's, tw it's 2003. Yeah. So wow. she was mystic tanning her life away, and she's so tiny. Tiny. 
And so then as it goes, it's like, okay, Julie, she's having her kids and she's like with less and they're all in love. This season, she's back, she's back to it. I have to, you I have to go compare. I mean, yeah. listen, Janelle is, there's no, there's nothing better. Nothing. Oh, nothing. Nothing. How upsetting. It was just. I was, was like, this, like, I mean, this is a boring season. It is. Yeah, it is. And you know, we had Evil Dick on, and on our podcast um, because I, he actually had a pinned tweet at the top of his Twitter that was about politics. So we were like, oh, snap, let's try it. And he said You're he like, would. We could finally get a reality star. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's do it. Was, it. I mean, oh, we've had Dorinda, because, you know, Dorinda told us all about, um, you know, the, the husband that passed away that was like in the CIA or whatever, right? Richard. Yeah, Richard. Because <laughs> Dorinda's, you know, and Dorinda told us about, you know, going to dinner with Steve Wynn. And we were like, did oh, he right, rape babe. you? And he, she was like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, she didn't, you know. Um, <laughs> We've had on we've had on reality reality people, but they just have to have some political yeah. bent. And Evil Dick is really political, like yeah. really? in the se- in the sense of on Twitter, and he's clearly like you know clu- like clued in, but he's very 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 angry. So he's got a <laughs> that doesn't shock me. No, so his opinion he's <laughs> on brand. Yeah, and it's very on brand. So he's like he's very reactionary, which is super fun, and you know, which is also. Part but he too. told us that um, it's never good when a one alliance dominates the house. What you want is two equal alliances that go back and forth, and those make the best seasons. Now, that wasn't how his season was. It just so happened that between him and Danielle, they were just so physically dominant in the competitions, at, that being the underdogs, because he was actually slightly physically abusive to people. <laughs> I mean, he dumped that thing of tea on Jen's head. Remember that? He flicked a cigarette yeah. at someone. He almost put his own cigarette out on a woman. I, I could not believe he, he was that. great. And the fact like just that you have this daughter that you haven't spoken to, but obviously you wouldn't go against her. Like these were the classic days. Uh, yeah. But I agree after Janelle going home, I'm like, I don't, I mean, I would never not watch, but I'm like, I don't know. I can't gun to my head right now i i don't really care who wins at yeah this point. and that's when it loses it for you yeah because it's like if you don't have someone you like because right. even you know davon's gone it's just i've just been telling julie like davon would have been maybe my next choice yes yeah. yep. she was our only other choice and yep. now i'm just like okay so now at this point i want danny to win because she's playing a good game that's the thing danny yeah. at least but you know what i like earlier in the season this is what I don't understand. Like when these people are now voted out, like everyone's just saying everything to their, in their goodbye messages. Like and they're letting Nicole's, them. Like, yeah. Nicole's like, Oh yeah, I voted this way. And the other one's like, we have an alliance. I it, I don't know if this is conscious because they're going to the jury. Like they never did that before. No. Yeah. They're letting them do that for sure. Because they but want, I don't get they it. want the jury to be furious so that when they go over to the jury house and do those stupid bullshit, Oh my God, you're <laughs> evicted. Like, it's like, they act it all out. It's so dumb. Yeah. They want them to be over there furious and they just want the drama, I guess, to continue. And yeah, they want people to vote mad, I guess. It's going to be me, yo. It's going to be me, yo. You know, I totally Julie agree with you, yo. It's going to be me because nobody can beat me, yo. You know what I mean, yo? Yo, <laughs> you know what I mean, yo? It's going to be me, yo. You know what I mean? Yo, yeah, yo, yo. What? Yeah. Uh, uh. The I worst, mean, the worst. So, I mean, by process of elimination, just because he's so fucking hot, I want Cody now to win. Yeah. Because he's like well, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. But regardless <laughs> of that, 
Danielle's playing a good game, so I could be okay. But the worst, the worst is yeah, Memphis or Kevin. Memphis. Well, Memphis. Kevin is like. Not. Oh, Kevin. I have never. Am I, how embarrassing. I'm sorry. Kind like, of. I mean, the level of like, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing with me. I just like. He almost Stop got it. He almost got in a physical fight with someone on his season. He used to be like way more feisty. Where's the he's cut? So he's so boring, and you know what it is. This is a, a pet peeve of mine. I hate people like being comedians. You can understand this. <laughs> mm, yeah. You're either funny or you're not. And if you're not funny, that's okay. There's a whole group of people in life that are not funny. It's called the majority <laughs> of people. <laughs> so don't try to be funny if you're not funny. Kevin tries. He's trying mm. to have these one. This is how I feel like these one liners right. and all this. In the, in and the DR. I'm just like, like, you're not funny. Right. So just yeah, don't no, be funny. True. Just right. be miserable or, or whatever. <laughs> right. Don't try to be like comedic because well, you're not. Right. And it's also hard, like when it's all, he's miserable the whole time. And then all of a sudden it's like, I don't know why you don't want me. What, you know what? Clink. Yeah. They're <laughs> not going to get me or whatever. And you're like, come on, man. Yeah. You just were crying, no, crying, no, no. crying, 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 whining. It's not even crying. It's like he whines. Yeah. I can't, he's so fucking annoying. I mean, I, just, I yeah. like him because I think he's sweet, but he is sweet. Uh, you're lucky I'm sorry. for you, he won't win, so you don't have any yeah, he's, worry. Like, he's not gonna no win. Worry. But and I would not. rather him win than Memphis. I'll tell you that Memphis can go die in a fire. I'd rather him win yeah. than Nicole. Nicole's <laughs> yeah. a oh, nightmare. God. You're yes. probably gonna have her on this podcast, right? No, you know what it is. Here's if if I had any, I haven't had anyone on from Big Brother yet. If I had anyone on from Big Brother, it would be Janelle or Doctor Will. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Oh, because Dr. Will has that whole, but he has that whole tie in with like, did you watch For Love or Money on NBC when it was, it was the most brilliant show? It was like, no. I don't even remember the nuances of it, but that's where he <laughs> met his, it was like, 
you had to like- Oh, that's where he met his wife? I don't know if he, but she was on it. So it's like the first season, I, I can't remember. It was like guys and you had to like get someone to fall in love with you and like be chosen. It was like a three million twist. Like I think it was a bachelor and there were girls. And if they got the guy to fall in love with them, they they thought they were getting the guy, but like they, I don't know. It was like- Oh, they the were thing. like, you can either have this guy or you yeah, will give me $500,000. Yeah, like something like that. But then That's like- a good the, idea. It what? was great. But the thing is like what? the bachelor then like was like in on it. And if he convinced someone or something, then he got even more. It was, I can't remember it. Uh, yeah. But then oh, like- Because Dr. I'm thinking- Will Do would be insane at that if he oh, was on that. He'd be so good at that. But Dr. Then Will's wife was on it and she like- chose i think the, she chose the money but yes. then she came back as the bachelorette like she came oh. back in charge and then it was like a, it, the stakes were even so she ended up with something like two million dollars so dr will and her have made some serious money from reality wow. and they sound like a perfect match a perfect yeah money. yeah but, um, wouldn't you think that in a thing like that you'd be like i'm gonna take the money because that person doesn't get murdered the bachelor doesn't die you then go right I'll i'm going to take after. the money i'll call you in five minutes <laughs> Right. How about I'll text yeah. you? I'm, in fact, I'm texting you now as I'm taking the money. Well, <laughs> like, these like, were the old days before, I think, text. I don't even remember the year, but I'm just telling you, it would Google it. And his wife was, was gorgeous totally at the Googling time. It. it was Googling like, it. but now speaking of comedy, here are some comedic things that I need to discuss. So, um, <laughs> Julie, you were on at least one episode of Happy Endings. Is this true? That's true. That's right. That is true. That was the show with Casey Wilson. It was the was best show ever. Bar. I was in the bar and then they tap me on the shoulder and they go, excuse me, sir. And then I'm like, aha. And they go, oh, sorry, ma'am. I believe that was my big role there. Okay. Well, which, and she's something. had it many times. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's actually the, her, it's her signature. <laughs> that's move. my niche. So any other show that you're going to um, ask about will be that actual scene. So <laughs> well, you were on the set of Happy Endings, so that's just like Casey Wilson. I mean, you know, one of our fellow oh, podcasters. That's right. Bits that's right. Well, and Stephen Guar Guarino, I don't know if yep. you know which one that is. He was on the show with Julie. That was Rosie Rosie's show. Right, and he was he was like a he was like a series regular on that show. He was like the gay friend. Um, he came a little later, like he, in season two. Yeah, three. but he was Aww. on a lot a lot of different episodes, but. They were all super nice. I didn't meet her. I wasn't around her. I was around the guy. It was like a guy. I can't remember his name. Adam Paley, maybe. Or the yeah, other one. Maybe. I like the guys on that show too. They were great. Such a good yeah, show. Was funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about you wrote someone wrote for Fashion Police and this group? Oh, that was us together. We were writing partners initially. Um, after when we were first friends, we were just like writing together. We've mm -hmm. written you know, a bunch of wasted time, <laughs> you know, we've written like three feature length screenplays, three hour long pilot or yeah. a half hour pilot, yeah. mm -hmm. um, two hour, no, two half hour pilots and one hour long pilot. Right. And a bunch of shitty niche, like we did like a thing for Frankie Grande, at, like a web thing. Yeah. Did you ever have him on the podcast? We've tried to get him, no? We haven't really tried he that hard. He ain't so easy. I, I've yeah. tried. I haven't tried that hard either, but I've tried. And yeah. it's gotten in. He's, we know him, you know, because yeah, one of our good friends is Leah Black, and Leah Black's really good friends with Frankie. So we, we see him really? all the time. We, right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Cease and desist. <laughs> Let's. What? <laughs> Leah Black and Frankie Grande are good friends? 
Oh, Leah Black has all yeah. her and Lance Bass are but I thought you were gonna be surprised we were best friends. We are literally like she's like <laughs> one of our best friends. Really? Um does she wanna come like, on my podcast? I, I reached <laughs> oh, out to her once. Would. This was yeah. before I was using Zoom, because I'm not so technically with it either. But this was when I was doing Scott. Literally, this was at the beginning of quarantine, and Leah was like, "What? Like, how do I do this?" <laughs> and I like stopped my whole podcast because I don't know how to do technology. So how am I gonna come on yours? And I'd love to. We can have a phone call. And I'm like, "This is too much." So I, I kind of blew <laughs> Leah Black off. But I would like to have her on now. Yeah, I've had all of her colleagues on. You should at least, if nothing else. Yeah, do it over the phone because yeah, it's worth it. She's so she's like so great. even on a phone call, she's doing her whole so great. Well, what? I didn't know. I mean, we should just do it. I mean, <laughs> how do you guys on. know Leah Black? Well, we were obsessed with all of the Housewives, and we liked Housewives of Miami. You know, we thought it was it was so good. Like that shit was like drama. Yeah, and she was our favorite. Yeah. She had a Chihuahua. We have Chihuahuas. <laughs> I mean, she she was just everything on that show, yeah. just the queen, like yeah. her beautiful smile, and she was so pretty, and even when she would go and watch What Happens Live. So during People's Couch, we went, Julie took me to Miami for my birthday. This was in like 2015, I think. And um, we straight up tweeted that bitch, like, <laughs> we will take you to dinner, like we are full fans. And she was like, come by my office. Yeah. And we were like, what's the address? Like, we didn't even understand how to get to her office. And then we just like figured it out and we took her flowers and, and then she wasn't even there. Mm -hmm. But her, we met her like top dog. Like she has these two main guys yeah. that are just like- Her associates or whatever. Her yeah, I mean, or? they're like her, her business partners really. I mean, they, she doesn't do anything without them. Yeah. So Jason and James. So we met, we met them and she, she called- <laughs> Or he called and then Julie he was like, oh, let me, I'm going to, I'm just going to call her. Hold on a second. Let me call. I'm going to call her. She'll want to talk to you. He calls her on the phone. We get on the phone and standing inside of her office that she is not there standing. And she's like, hi, oh, oh my God, what are you doing? And then we just had this conversation and then she's like, girls, you're so crazy. She always yeah. says that they sent us all this skincare. Cause she has this skincare line Yeah. with great, awesome skincare. This yeah. box showed up at the hotel and we were just like beyond, like we were nerds about that shit. And she was one. You know, she was like a nini to us, like right. period. It was like before we even got on people's couch, we met Ken with goddamn Jiggy at, at <laughs> you know, Pump and almost, I almost shit my pants. <laughs> I damn near almost shit my pants. Like, yeah, the I, Ken meeting was for sure a highlight. What was, all right, so wait, so did you eventually meet Leah? Oh my God. Oh yeah. Yeah. She, she sent us all this, this skincare and then, um, we like we kept in touch and when she she comes to LA all the time they have a house here yeah and so well, like one of her first parties she was like come to my party and we were like holy and like <laughs> it was like Jeff Lewis and it was just just a, a night of dreams like yeah. it was Jeff and fucking Gage yep and like oh Jenny and, and all the there was this guy on Miami. I don't know if you watched it. Like this, her crazy. Oh God, remember the guy right. that does the readings? No. Oh, oh yeah, Norman. 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 He's Norman. little, and he would do these weird readings. He was there, and yeah. we were just beyond. Like RJ, Ugh. Roy. It was so, it was great. And Frida. Fred. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and she's just she really is a an, a down to earth, lovely person. And then we just became friends. Friends with her. Yeah, I yeah. mean. We actually, what the yeah. podcast that we do, Dumb Gay Politics, 
that was through trying to get her and Roy to do a political podcast because she was obsessed with politics. And she is now, I mean, she's and, obsessed. And and at that time too, the great thing was that Brandy, that <sighs> Joanna Krupa was suing Brandy for oh, saying yeah. her pussy smelled. Remember that? <laughs> so oh, yeah. We, we would literally be at like, like the tower bar mm. with Leah, like, and like, just trying to act like we were the shit. Like literally Katy Perry's over there. We're like, it's fine. And and we would, and she'd be telling us about this lawsuit. Like it was- it's Amazing, amazing. You couldn't, when you're obsessed with housewives like that, it was just like, we couldn't take it. Well, people always ask me, they're like, when you hang out with all these housewives, like, what do you talk about? I'm like, you talk about housewives. Yeah, like, you have it's to. Like people don't understand. Like yeah. it's cross franchises. Somehow you talk about something for 10 minutes and then these housewives, all they do is talk about housewives. It's like yeah. you're like on- friends. Yeah, like, you it's know? like you're on the show and you're hearing all this, but like there's no cameras. You're like, right. oh yeah, and this like really isn't an episode. I, I forgot that I'm not in an episode, I'm just here. You're like- Which is great. Yeah. And it's also their job. It's like funny, it's like imagine if you're at work with some friends and that's, but that's their, that's their job. You know what I mean? And we and you talk about it. producers at Leah's who, because mm. we love Vicki Gumbelson, like, oh. like that's one of our queens. Queen. And so- we That's met this one. producer who produced Miami, but he prior to that had done OC and he was just telling us about, you know, Vicky's crying and he, you know, first season, he's like dragging her out of the closet and like <laughs> just shit and like Tamara's divorce. And we, you know, all of that information, but even Kelly, what's her last name from OC? Oh my God. Um, yeah. Yes, God. Yes. So she was at like Leah's a part, a few parties recently and she will tell wow. you everything because she's she not half of them you know yeah and she just she's got no sensor she's just wait so recently you had you were at leah's at a party and kelly was mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. well before was quarantine she... it was last year i guess technically or yeah, was it this right. year i can't remember but it was before quarantine and yeah she was just like furious yeah. at them and i was like but we were like we're so sad about vicky we don't even watch housewives oh, it was anymore. like it was like it was like i didn't push anyone downstairs okay <laughs> i didn't push anyone and I, I don't know why anyone's talking to me it's my mother this is my mother come here whatever guy she was with it was like get the fuck over here we're going <laughs> well like, it must have was intense. it rick leventhal was she with rick leventhal her I is that know. the one she's with now yeah no it no, was, it was the before one right that. before because before literally that. They were like getting in like a fight, yeah. leading us to believe she was like super in love with him. And yeah. then a week later, she's like on Instagram with like the Fox guy. And we were like, what? Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. And did was, you, not watching Housewives, did you tell her that you love Vicky? Cause that was not the right thing to say. Yeah. No, I said, I can't believe Vicky's not on. Like that's bullshit. And she was like, please. Yeah, I didn't even, even, but even we did watch when Kelly and they like completely ganged up on her in like Ireland and all that shit. So we oh, knew right. regardless, right. you know what? We knew she was just going to be fireworks. Okay, period. Oh, fire. So, and she was fireworks. And nobody will make us forsake Vicky. No one. No. Like, and I'm sorry, I, no. And not to mention if we could have, oh, Brooks, it's right for me. I mean, I didn't have a threesome. <laughs> I didn't have a threesome. Like, <laughs> when she screamed at the ski thing, David, you know. Vicky that is the best in the world. I, I've had, I mean, I've Brian. gotten to know Vicky during this quarantine and she is a wonderful I, no, like, I mean, we wonderful. Like, Brand, she's like a Brand, normal person. Brand, she's Brand, normal. Brand, Brand, oh, we want to work at her insurance. Brand, we do. Brand, we want to go work for her. Brand, <laughs> Brand, Brand, Brand. Like, is the Brand still with the husband? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Julie doesn't like that husband. That's I, what only keeps us from reaching out to Vicky because I'm like, God forbid she find out everything Julie said about her son in law. 
but that, yeah, that may not. Was Kelly really her. drunk at the party? Yes. Um, she was regular drunk because you're talking to two drunks or one, <laughs> which is me. She was regular drunk. Um, I think she's to the phase where she's not blacked out though. But she's that wasn't blacked out. That wasn't blacked yeah. out. That was that was um drunk. An excited, you know, volatile drunk. <laughs> What about one of what about? No, no, and I mean, and I say that with no judgment, obviously. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Say we, that for myself. Well, I was drunk. I mean, being a drunk is so much fun. That's what people yeah. don't yeah. realize. Right. Like, for anyone right. who's not a drunk, like it is just the <laughs> yeah, world is it's a so great much. Time. Well, that's yeah. why you can say whatever you want. That's why she could say anything she wanted because she was drunk and she didn't give a fuck. What sucks is a slippery slope. Now, I want you to know, coming from addicts, we did fall off the wagon, housewives, and we haven't. We haven't told anyone this, so we're telling you that just in a low, depressed, fourteen pizzas and <laughs> all the drugs in the LA County were gone, and so was all the chips and salsa and the alcohol. And I just like walked in into the room into Julie and was like, "Cause I Airbnb my house. I don't. We don't live together, but I Airbnb my, be my house during this like a lot, so I can try and like not die." And <laughs> so I was like here, and I was like, "Listen." I need to watch this episode where they go to the Berkshires. I just have to know oh, yeah. it's a two-parter. And Julie's like, what? Yes. <laughs> if I said any time I could go like this, she's like back into it. But I just can't. So we watched it. It was heaven. 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 Like the drunkenness. Heaven. I mean, Luann, I can't, I can't, I can't even. What about when What's-Her-Face is like talking shit about Luann singing? Or no, wait. Oh, no. Was, this, was, just, just this past season? Yeah, this, this is past the one where season, we fell off the wagon. And then it was the all about, trip. and then Sonia was like, I want to I come back, Lou. I want to come back and do this. I want to be in the cabaret show. I want to be in the cabaret show, Lou. And she was like, but, you know, I need to get paid. And she's like, well, I can't. I can't, uh, can't do that. And whatever. And then Norman was like, she You want actual money? Like all that, and then and it was great. Was like but Ramona then, was sitting there talking shit, this, and Luann's like, "I hear you." That was that was the, <laughs> shit. the best. It was so hard. We watched those two. We were. It was like our heart was full. Mm. Those are two good ones to watch. What about at the party that Leah had, where Jeff Lewis and Gage and Jenny were there? How was that? Any any amazing? There there was amazing. That was amazing. That was you know before. You know, Jeff got fucking annoying. But um, we- You didn't witness any drama between Jeff and Gage, like foreshadowing? I didn't know. No, I was too busy talking shit about that girl that's on Flipping Out, the blonde. I was like, is that even your real friend? Yeah, he's (laughs) like, no, that's my real friend. I'm like, she's just fucking annoying. Like, I don't know why she's there. (laughs) And he's like, that's my real friend. But he didn't care. Like he he was like making Uh... us get him wine. He, I mean, Jeff Lewis, like- that was another one. I mean, yeah. he's just so funny, Jeff, that yeah. Yeah. he was, I mean, he's just idolized. That's why he can go and yeah. be problematic and be on Radio Andy right. and be, be, be such a dick. But it's, he's, it's because he's so funny and people just, I mean, he's, he, he could have a cult. Yeah. So we didn't witness anything at that time, but over time, because we've been around them a lot, they would just talk about having problems. I mean, openly, just like, that, that bickery sort of like, well, you know, like um, Jeff Lewis being like, well, I would love to go on a cruise. And Gage being like, you'll never go on with me. And then, well, fine, I'll go by myself. Good. Or like that kind of thing. But they wouldn't even just write with each other, talk about having problems. Yeah. And like thinking like, yep. you know, should they be in an open relationship or we've been talking about it? And, you know, they were trying to figure it out. But that was before their baby. 
Because once they had that baby, mm. it became way harder to get information from them. Right. They were a lot. They were a lot more closed off after that. And now yeah. look, we have a divorce on our hands, which yeah. keeps going. This this divorce right. might. I mean, if it doesn't get resolved, this might be the new Bethany and Jason. I mean, one interesting thing that I thought was that you should think is interesting is that Gage met Jeff because he was out with he was out with a friend and Jenny Poulos was like eating dinner next to him and he recognized Jenny from the show and I remember even that night being like oh well aren't you a little star fucker <laughs> so he knew Jenny it wasn't like he'd never seen flipping out Gage he knew exactly who that was so he met Jenny because he was all excited because he liked flipping out. And then Jenny's like, I should introduce you to my boss. And Gage, I'm sure, was like, yeah, who's your boss? But he knew. <laughs> he knew. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, listen, I, yes. Uh, I, listen, uh, from one star fucker to well, another. I was, I was just going to say, I just wrote, I wrote, up, it's not neither here nor there. It's not coming out for like a year at this point, probably 10 years. With, I just wrote a book kind of about being a star fucker but you'll yeah. read it in like a year when it hits the shelves and you won't even remember it i mentioned don't tell us about how you wrote a book in quarantine and make us feel even worse i did I, it was all <laughs> you really did. for real i Listen, can't believe that here's the thing about me if you are going to lock me in and there's 24 hours in a day i will divide up how much i need to sleep and i'll just be like it's on yeah you're a workhorse as i was saying you become our new like role model thank you that's like the nicest yeah. thing you can say to me yeah, you really, it's, it's so impressive. If I lived alone and, you know, who knows, you probably have a parade of dicks rolling through there, but <laughs> I would be, I don't even, you don't even want to know. I would be on every crystal meth building ice sculptures and like trying to like resurrect Whitney Houston from the dead. And do you want to hear this? I went like completely sober. See, this is how I proved to myself I wasn't an al a real alcoholic because I, I thought I was, but when we got locked down, I just literally stopped drinking. I was like, I just don't have, any I mean, if I was home with anyone else, that might've been a different story. But being alone, I was literally, I like did not touch a drink like March, April, May, wow. like months. I just didn't want it. Yeah, I mean, because you weren't being social. Cause it's fun yeah. when you're being social. So I realized yeah. I'm just a social girl. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm not actually, a, like, I don't need to go away. So that was like some revelation I also came to during this experience. That's good. How did you guys get people's couch? Like, how did that come about? Well, um, it was just a casting like anything else. And it was to watch three weeks with your friends for free. <laughs> and Julie sent it to me and I was like, delete, what? <laughs> not fucking doing anything for free, it's ridiculous. Uh, mm. And then I like thought about it and I was like, we used to like this show called Movie Mob. It, no one knows what it is. It was on reels and it was people reenacting movies and um, just regular people. And we had a, like a, we did it like a YouTube show for a website that Jess worked at called auto straddle. And we did a show called in your box office where we basically copied movie mob, where we would review the movie and then we would reenact it like super just Talk about self-editing. Low and budge. Looking to be low budge. Like, yeah. Like, that's fine. Because that's how Movie Mob was. Like, they were so in wait, their own homes. You could pick any show you want. Like, that was the casting. Like, just pick a show. No, no it, was a, it was more like, are, would you, do you have friends? Do you have friends that you watch TV with? Do you have friends that you watch TV with and you're hilarious? Well, call us. It's like that. You know what I mean? And I was like, 
Okay. Yeah. She's yeah. like, all right, three weeks for free. That's fine. And I, so because I thought of movie mob and because we had done in your box office, I was like, you know what? Why am I saying no to this? Like we wanted to do movie mob. We tried to get on that show. That was for no money. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm being stupid. So I said, all right, just submit us. You do all the work and don't call me until it's done. <laughs> she did. And then she's like, okay, we got this casting over Skype. I was like, oh, I don't want to do fucking Skype. That's so annoying. And I was a bitch the whole time. And then after we did the first Skype thing, which is like, we're watching TV, somebody told us accidentally. It was the, wasn't it when they came the, the second, second time. time into the apartment or into that time in the apartment? So they came to a real, a real second callback, but it was in real life. So to take pictures of right, which they came to so the life. first the first one on Skype. What was it? You were literally watching the TV while the Skype was on you. We were watching the Skype, like they had the video on the computer screen. Right. So we were staring right at the thing and just being like, "Oh my God, what was that?" <laughs> oh, and just like, "Oh, too much." Right. right. Okay. And then but then the they came. Time- they brought a camera guy and like a director or whatever to film and to talk to us. And then it was there that they were like, "Oh yeah, no, I think this is like for Bravo." And we were like. Like what? what? And when we originally applied or on that first call, Skype, we were just there like, what shows do you like? And we were like, I'm sorry, um, anything on Bravo, <laughs> every single thing. And they were like, well, what shows on Bravo specifically? And I said, we like all the reunion shows and we will watch every reunion, even if we don't watch the, and I still to this day think that is so genius because they're the best shows. You can watch any reunion. Like even you could go watch Dance Moms reunion and be riveted, oh, even if you don't watch Dance Moms. I would love to do that right now. So then I guess we were just telling them what we really liked. And they're like, do you watch any other shows? And we're like, no. And then Julie's like, um, I watch Star Trek. And I watched, so she had, thank God, she had other interests. Because I didn't watch anything else. Not one thing. Yeah. And now. Wait. So then they, yeah. So once we knew, we were like, oh, please. Like, we would do anything. Oh, so, because like, I misunderstood. So, like, in the casting, it said, like, literally, this is a three-week job and your salary is zero. Will you, will you? It was kind of like audition for this pilot or do a test. Pilot. Like it was like a test. It was kind of like to be in like a sizzle, but we didn't know that. It was just like, will you be in this test? And you and you, and it was for free. The only money that was paid was this. I'm sure I'm not supposed to say this. I'm sure I'm going to get a cease and desist. Sorry, Bravo. Actually, all three um, was it's for the person enough. who used their house. So it was like $350, which went to me, by the way, because right. it was supposed to be Julie's house. I'm, like, I'm not doing anything for this. And then before I even knew it was Bravo, and then, then we couldn't, I, I, at that time I owned my home and she was renting and it was a different place than this and her place wouldn't let us film there. And so it was like, oh God. So, but once we knew it, were, it was for Bravo and I don't even think by the time we were cast, we still knew for sure. Right. So, but we would have watched, if I, you know, if it had said, will you watch Bravo shows for three weeks for free? I'd be like, mm-hmm, clearly, because I do it every day for free anyway. So. Right. So you got paid nothing but $350 for the, for the house. And then, and they came out and, and it was, um, we were on remote control cameras so that even though there, there were people there, cause they would have to like set up lights and whatever, they would all leave the room. So we were, we were essentially watching TV alone and we had said, they're like, do you, what do you do while you watch TV? Cause we were like, oh, we're writing partners. So what that means is we always watch TV and we never write. <laughs> and that's true. So, and we're like, what do you do when you watch TV? We're like, we drink alcohol and eat <laughs> chips and hang with our dogs. So we had to drink in every episode. 
there was not one show we watched that we did not have to drink. Did they tell yeah. you to drink? Like, were they like, yes. we want I you mean, to drink? Yes, yeah, we had to at drink. that point, yeah. We would see Emerson, Scott, and Blake. Oh my God. Those were like the three gay guys that were on the show. Oh, um, I know. I'd be like, what are they eating? Raisins? At one we're point, being forced to liter- drink and eat chips. Literally, I watched, we would watch Scott and Evans peel a grape and eat it. And we'd be like, I just ate an entire bowl of Cheez-Its before the camera even started. Yeah. And they, I, literally peeling a grape, peeling a grape. So yeah. I guess like we, not not everyone had a drink, but they were like, you two need to drink. We had to. That was like our thing. That was like our and, thing. Yeah. And you couldn't, it was, if things were supposed to be, and we would do it over several nights, but we also watched multiple things in a night. So we'd be forced to be like, I mean, I, this bitch became like a full, like, she was like a mixologist. Like, I was like, you better get into making martinis. And she's like, okay. She'd be back there mixing up martinis. We'd have martini. Then we'd have red wine. And it's like, that shit doesn't uh, mix well. Like, there's I mean, one no. episode where I'm like blackout drunk watching The Walking Dead. Yeah. Rock. It's a famous blackout, one for anyone for anyone who watched The People's Couch. It's the one where Brandy goes, rock. Why don't you call rock your boyfriend? <laughs> it's that one. Wait, so you, so you like, uh, like over, this whole thing was filmed in three weeks and you had to just like sit there they're like okay today we're filming for nine oh. hours and you're watching nine hours of television that the sizzle wasn't like that that was but when you got week, the job once we got the job it would be like um a few times a week and it would be like right five shows a night or something i know? left there sometimes i thought i was gonna shit my pants every single in time the car, IBS. in the car like did I you was hate like, it when you were watching shows where you were like like i don't watch scandal i don't watch yeah. you know oh like, my god every, i mean yeah. you're not watching I, like if you I came into Sandal. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, I um, that's like Olivia. That's the best show that's ever oh, existed. Oh, and she was obsessed with it. She loved but it. But the thing is, like, if you didn't watch it, and they're like, "Here's like season four, episode seven, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Well, that's what people don't get is that everybody's like, "I could do that. I could do that." And I mean, I get anyone technically can, um, but that show was more work than it seemed like because. Mm-hmm. Because if you wanted to make the edit in any sort of way, you had to know what you were talking about. Right. You know? We got edited out of things. Like, there are shows that, for sure, I didn't want to watch Duck Dynasty. And believe me, when I, everything I said had to get, I got us cut out of when everyone else watched Duck no, Dynasty. No, Julie got Duck Dynasty cut from People's Cut, period. <laughs> they never put it on again because the level that she was like, okay, wife beater, why don't you go have sex with Jesus some more and all this shit. And I was like, mm-hmm, this, we're not going to get like, that. We're never going to make this yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and I couldn't control, I just couldn't even control myself. I, 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 there's just some things I won't, I just can't, I just can't. But uh, there were tons of shows we watched, ER shows of recreated, like, or I didn't know I was pregnant. And yeah. there were a lot of shows that we had to watch that we'd never even heard of. Did you ever... Did you ever meet all the other people? Like, okay, like Scott and Ember, like yes. how would you just say, oh, I'm on people's couch too. Guess what? Let's all have drinks. Did we know Scott already? Or did you? I, th- I, I don't think knew. I knew. I didn't, I, I didn't I But yeah, we met Scott. But yes. But you know what? Really, none of this matters because the only question that matters is, did you meet Destiny Rose? <laughs> yes. Yes. And she was always mm-hmm. just an absolute, like, angel yeah when i tell you we met her way early on at a because before we even hosted the vanderpump after show we went to some event we got invited to some event and a few people's couch people and we met her there it was like very early on in people's couch and um 
I could not, I mean, literally it, it was remarkable to me how literally like kind and sweet she is. She's a really, really nice girl. She mm -hmm. is. Did you meet any yes. of the other Shaws? Oh, and first of all, Shaws are legends to us. Okay. Legends. They are so, legends. I mean, like we did this thing in New York when they were trying to like not get people's couch canceled and they brought in fucking Reza and MJ and me and Julie almost damn near <laughs> died. Like we were beyond. Die, we joke. stand. Oh, I mean, and MJ was, obviously is yeah. the king and yeah. queen of and it all. She is, she's a legend. Icon. She's a living, yeah. living legend. She is. When she took that picture, like Kim Kardashian in the white, do you remember? Kim yeah. Kardashian did that white bathing suit and she recreated it. I mean, Julie's the original of being obsessed with MJ and even shots because I didn't watch it at first. Once we, I mean, I saw Reza at the mall one time and was like, oh, oh yeah, like dying. Like I we saw, were so corny about by them. the way, we love them. I did see Reza in Macy's, not to put him on blast. I thought that was me. No, I definitely oh. saw him in okay. Macy's maybe shopping. Taking, maybe I'm taking Julie's story. He was with someone, it wasn't Adam, and he was shopping and he was in in Macy's in Sherman Oaks and he was shopping in the men's um like in the dress shirt department you know and like when the shirts are in plastic and he was just like handing yeah. them handing them handing them handing them and I was like oh you're shopping for the show like we I get it like I know what's going on and then I was just like hey <laughs> oh, do you remember me I like it's he's super he's super nice too he's great we when we met them we were we had the best time with them we went fucking in they will tell you everything yeah. we're like what's going on with golnesso like yeah, what's yeah. going and that was before destiny was even on it you know yeah yeah Destiny's I mean, we... from the people's couch to shaw's like she's done well yeah. for herself yeah she's done great and we're super happy for her yeah. but, you know we did i just gotta say we did break down and watch that that reunion so i <laughs> fucked up already we, we uh, fell off the wagon again because i had to see that big fight like a 30-year friendship like i'm like i'm invested in this like i just am like i don't know what's gonna happen it was sad. And it I is think sad. They, I think that they know ultimately that they want the money and they want to stay on the show. So they're going to figure out a way to make up. But that was pretty brutal. Yeah. I mean, that's when being drunk goes wrong. And she always does that. That's what's great about her. I mean, she was so drunk at her wedding. Like, she's <sighs> iconic to us. Like, we, she can do no wrong for us. Yeah. And she's really good. We would do really anything good. to go meet her baby. Like, that's literally our quarantine. <laughs> one quarantine goal is like, I wish we could go meet MJ's baby in real life. <laughs> I mean, I think you can make that. Well, she's really good friends with Brandon and Craig because I had them on my show. Do you know them from People's Catch? Yeah. yeah. Or they so, were on, they, we they were on later. On Craig Ramsey. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. They were on later season. He's like her best friend. Be like best friends, yeah. Craig and Brandon. They're yeah. like. Yeah. But we don't want to like MJ. bug. She's so nice. She's always, you know, comments on like social media and is supportive. And we don't want to like, and even her, we, we could get her on the podcast, but. We don't know, you know, what she wants to talk about with politics and, you know, really, we just want to go over there and hang out with her. Yeah. <laughs> and we want the to politics <laughs> angle, man, it makes it hard. Like you got to yeah. really keep up. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Okay. Talk to me about how we go from people's couch. To, I mean, cause really at the end of the day, one of the best shows to ever exist on Bravo, I mean, unarguably is Vanderpump Rules. I mean, that's just, there's not, this is, <laughs> this is not yeah. to be argued. So how do we go from that to like hosting the Vanderpump Rules after show? Like, 
explain does someone at bravo like say hey you want an extra few dollars i guess you're getting zero on people's couch you want 200? no we ended up getting paid for that that was just the beginning but we got paid correct fifty dollars <laughs> um we got paid very little for people's couch and you, when you think about it it's like well what are you really doing Hey guys, thanks for listening to our part one sit down with Julie Goldman and Brandy Howard. And stay tuned for part two, where we talk more about the people's couch, where we talk about they were the hosts of the official Vanderpump Rules after show. They talk about what that was like hanging out with Jax, Tom, Stassi, meeting Lisa Vanderpump and what that was like when she came on the show multiple times, whether they actually got to hold Jiggy, and all the other Bravo celebrities that they know. Oh, and they were at a party for the RHONJ season premiere, the season after Teresa got out of jail. Teresa was there, Dolores was there, Melissa was there. These guys are so behind the velvet rope that you've got to tune into part two. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.